Welcome to Beehive Eats. I'm Meg, and I'm here with Irene. Hey, Irene. Hi, Meg. How are you? I'm great. How are you? You know, it's sunny. It is. It's not in the 30s. It's like a solid 40 degrees today, yes. and it feels like summer. It feels like I could jump in a pool. I'm not wearing a coat. Like, I feel like it's springtime. Should we eat some watermelon? <laughs> Make a salad? Yes. All t- yes to all of those things. Um, Did you see the forecast for tomorrow? Don't tell me. Okay, I won't tell you. What is it? <laughs> it's snow. It's snow. Well, it did snow last night also. Like, it, it snowed snow. a lot last yeah. night. Yeah. Um, I mean, but I will say, for the first time, the entire winter, on my 10-day forecast a couple of days ago, so hopefully it hasn't changed, there were degrees in the 50s, which literally has not happened all winter. Usually, I'm gonna wear in winter, like, there are at least a few s- smattering of 50-day yeah. degree, 50-degree 50, how do you say this? 50 degree weather on a day. <laughs> weather 50 in the 50s. Day degree weather, whatever. Weather in the 50s on a few days. There have been zero this winter. Zero. Zero. It's been so, tough. you know what? I'm just happy to have that at least in the future. Tell in me. In forecast. In, oh, yeah. There's a, there's a light at the end of the tunnel, hopefully. To get through it, tell me what you have been eating slash cooking. Okay. Um... I have been, I have a lot of things I've been making, um, and I would like to tell you <laughs> Please. they are. Please. Okay, so recently, so my mom, it was my mom's birthday, like, in the last 10 days or so, we had, like, a family get-together for a, uh, to celebrate her birthday, and my brother was making the main dish, and he's like, just bring a vegetable side, right? Or a salad or something. Mm-hmm. Like, Does your I brother want- cook a lot? Yeah, and he actually made a really good risotto, Ooh. and it was like some YouTuber, Chef John something. Anyway, part of it you bake. What? You uh, you don't bake. I mean, you like do the normal risotto thing where you add a little bit of time, and then at a certain point you put it in the oven. That's wild. I know it's crazy, right? And then he took it back out and was doing more. Anyway, the point is, is I was looking through my recipe books for a good vegetable side dish. I'm like, I want to bring some. I don't want to just bring a salad. I want to yeah. bring something different and something we don't eat a lot and whatever. So I came across this. I have the Molly Boz, um cookbook called Cook This Book, which is a great cookbook. Like I have a lot of staples in there that I've continuously made mm-hmm. or mul- repeatedly mm-hmm. made. And there's this broccolini recipe in there, and it came out so good. But first, let me tell you about my journey to obtaining broccolini. It's not easy. (laughs) So I was told Trader Joe's had broccolini. Uh So I went to the new Trader Joe's. Draper. And it's bigger. I mean, it's it's big. The best. It's big. Yeah. And... They did not have it. And I was like, and it usually comes. I've never actually bought it. But from what I was told, it's like on one of those like tray things, like just wrapped up like on a styrofoam or plastic tray or whatever. And you just buy that. But if it had been there, I'm sure it would have been cheaper than where I did end up going, which is let me allow you to guess where I bought the most expensive broccolini in the state of Utah. Whole Foods? No. Harmon's. Oh. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, Whole Foods, I'm sure would have been comparable. Um, I went there, so I needed a pound, but there were like six ish adults and like five ish children, something like that. So I was like, I probably will like do one and a half pounds just to make sure that I have enough. So I bought three bunches of broccolini and it was, guess how much I paid for three bunches of broccolini? $18. What? 
I paid $18 per bunch. Yes. <laughs> and I went and like scanned it and it came up as $5.99 a bunch. And I'm like, that cannot be right. I'm paying $18. That's more than a meal. Like that's yeah. so much money, right? So I'm like, wait, it seems so weird. So I was like asking one of the Harmon's employees and she's like, I was like, because I really thought I saw two twenty nine per pound. And so I went back and that was just for regular broccoli. I was just looking at the wrong sign. I was like, I could be wrong. I'm not sure. And she's like, let's go check. So we went to check two twenty nine for broccoli crowns. Very reasonable price for broccoli crowns. Yeah. You know what's not reasonable? It's five ninety nine for a bunch of broccoli. However, I will say the recipe was amazing okay, and I'm glad I paid $18. Okay. So you essentially you just char broccolini in like a cast iron pan and then uh with just like oil and add some salt. Um when it's off the heat you add fresh garlic and then like, you know, um just like grated or um finely minced or whatever. Um and then you caramelize like really thinly sliced lemons and you put that in a pan with dates. So you rip up dates uh-huh. or you cut up dates and you you put it in this pan with your lemon caramelizing in this pan. Uh-huh. Add the dates until everything gets kind of a little bit softer yeah, and also a little charred, you know. Yeah. Throw it all in. You add a little bit of sesame seed oil at the end. I'm telling you. This broccolini, people lost their minds over this broccolini. Is it sweet? It sounds it's sweet. It's like sweet and sour and garlicky. It's Ooh, like the perfect okay. combo and okay. like salty because it's like, and charred because it's just like, it's so, but it also was like, bomb. the yeah, and the, the thing that was great was like, I had all that stuff except for the broccolini. I had all the other ingredients in yeah. my house. So it's like. You have dates? Yeah. Wow. I put them in my smoothie sometimes, which is like a nice sweetener in a smoothie. Yeah. Although they were very old, it was very hard for me to like. I had to like really use my knife. <laughs> they were like, just rip it up. I'm like this is <laughs> as hard as a. <laughs> These dates are rocks. <laughs> but it was so good. I would never think to put dates in a vegetable dish, but it was so good. Okay, I love that. Um, I made an Allison Roman chicken recipe once with dates. Like was a roast good? chicken. It was good. I just think maybe I don't love dates. All right. That's fair. This podcast is over now. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I made a lot of other things too, but I would like to pass the pass the parole. The baton? Yeah. Okay. Um, let's see. What did I make? Oh, I've been going through a big cutlet phase. Did I already tell you about this? Maybe, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I made like chicken Melissa cutlet? Clark's. Yeah. Okay. Uh, chicken parmesan, which was good. Okay. The thing about cutlets is you need to make sure you're doing enough salt so mm. salt the chicken before you bread it and fry it mm, or okay, it's gonna okay. be like not good and then make sure you salt the cutlets after they're fried okay got it so uh i made a shepherd's pie okay delicious delicious it's the most unhinged food <laughs> like it is hamburger. so tell me what is in your shepherd's pie let's see i did the new york times recipe and it was like hamburger and onions yeah and then mashed potatoes mm-hmm. and cheese and corn it was, did you do corn no corn oh. no nary a vegetable in this recipe. <laughs> i did one once where it was that it may or may not have had corn i can't remember i think it was um she's like a local recipe blogger bound bound what's her oh, bountiful, bountiful kitchen. kitchen yeah and i think hers had like diced tomato like a can of diced tomatoes and honestly it was so good because it like added a little bit of acid yeah added like added like it was like not so dry i feel like shepherd's pie is often like 
dry, you it, know? I wouldn't call this dry, but it could have used some brightness. It yeah, was okay. very like, wow, this is, we're this in is, Ireland. Yeah, and we're eating. Say, we're like on Little House on the Prairie. Yeah. and I mean, but it was still delicious. But making that shepherd's pie made me realize I need a potato ricer in my life. Oh, I don't have a ricer. And I often think about okay, how I don't have so one. So on a particularly cold day when I was in like a purchasing spiral because that was the only thing where <laughs> I often, give me serotonin. I often like in a haze of sleepiness, like I wake up and I think, oh, I bought a lot of weird stuff yeah. when I was really tired. Yeah. When my potato ricer arrived, I was like, okay, all right, I guess we're making <laughs> potatoes. So I made mashed potatoes last night with my potato ricer and it's great. Really? Yeah. Because it's already like all you do is add the butter and milk and it like all just comes together. It's so much. I mean, ricing so, the potatoes is hard. It's like you've got to really give it some muscle. Wait, really? So well, then because I did small potatoes and I left the skins on. So that complicated it. OK, so a ricer is essentially like you push it through and it like makes it into yeah, little like plates, plates, right? Okay. Remember those yeah, Play-Doh yeah. machines where you put yeah, it yeah, in yeah, 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 like yeah, 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 yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's like a are you put you're physically pushing yeah. things yeah. through it. Okay. Yeah. Which is fun. <laughs> okay. But by the end you're like, okay, <laughs> this is hard. This is hard. <laughs> okay, keep talking about it. So what do you what do you do for mashed potatoes? Because this actually mashed potatoes is something that I feel like for a very long time I couldn't make well, but now I've I, I mean I'm a purist. Can't accept it. Butter, milk, salt, pepper. Um, yeah, I do a, like a stick of butter and cream. Oh, it's so much butter. You yes. need so much butter. But and then once I realized, like, just adding more butter and then also using cream, it just is like, they are so good. Yeah, of course. They're of course they're so, so good. You're I adding know, butter but, and cream. But listen, like, I didn't know how to do this. I at, I was looking all these different techniques up. Some people some people are putting evaporated milk no, absolutely not. into mashed potatoes. And it wasn't bad. But once I realized all you need is butter and cream, I was like... No wonder these are freaking delicious. Yeah. No, it's like a, I do, it's a dessert that's savory. <laughs> I do find that peeling and like cubing potatoes is like a chore, and oh, I gosh. I hate. That's why doing I left it. the skins on. Oh, and I didn't okay. even chop them. I just threw the whole potatoes <laughs> in the pot, so they were maybe not quite as soft as they could have been. That okay, was also so you part of my problem. The ricer was it like fluffier? Was the texture yeah. better? They were very smooth. So no then you lumps. didn't do any other thing to like. So you riced them, and then what? And, and then, then you added, added the, the butter, things, and, and then the you just mixed stirred it, and it all just came together. Really? Yeah. Sounds amazing. Yeah. How much is a ricer? On twenty dollars. All right. Is it like a large apparatus? Do I need to like think of a um, place to put it? it? If you had a deep drawer, you'd be fine. None of my drawers are very deep; they're all pretty shallow. So I'm putting it on like a random shelf in a cupboard. Oh. But it's not too big. Okay. I just have so I've I feel like there's absolutely no more room left in my I know cabinet. But you know, um, it's okay. You want to hear my other spiral yes. purchase? An earwax remover. Oh my gosh! Hold on, we have to talk about this. Wait, tell me about yours because I recently I bought a received thing. It yet. Okay, so okay, so let me tell you something about. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna get into weird stuff okay. right now. Okay, so I don't know if you know this, but. <laughs> I recently learned this on TikTok, so who knows if it's true, but I do think it's true based on my life experience. So, you know, there's like different types of earwax mm -hmm. and like some people have flaky earwax, some people have waxy yeah. earwax. And apparently Koreans, like m m the majority of Koreans, it's like 90 something percent of Koreans have flaky earwax. It's like in their 
jeans or whatever. And but I am married to a white person. Uh-huh. So my kids, so Guy has inherited white people earwaxes. Or like hit Brandon's earwax, so it's which very waxy. waxy. Uh-huh. And Maud has my flaky earwax, which is like so. God, like I'm just not used to like this waxy earwax. But another thing about Koreans is Koreans have these little. Have you seen the little Asian like spoons that they no. use to like what? scoop out earwax? So my mom, when I was little, she would lay me down and like use this little. They're sometimes wooden, sometimes metal. And she she'll like she would like scoop earwax out of my ear, and it was my safe? favorite thing. I mean, yeah, it didn't hurt or anything. It feels so good. I mean, Q-tips feel so good, but Q-tips push everything back. So this is literally she's scoop, and I was I would love when she did this. So I'm sorry, I'm sorry, we're going. Is into earwax this gross? I feel like earwax isn't gross. Uh, like I, I didn't think it. earwax was gross until I had to remove waxy earwax from guys but ear. do people hear earwax and feel like i don't know maybe we might not want to be talking about this on a food podcast i don't know i guess skip a few minutes if I you mean, hate sorry this. so but so i was trying to i have one of those little spoons but it's like it, it's just like really hard the lighting is hard like it, i was like guys also a little like skittish so he was like freaking out i got an earwax removal kit that has like a spoon that you screw on to the end of this thing and it has a light on it so the spoon is like clear plastic that you screw on the light comes in through the spoon so i can see exactly what i'm scooping out it's the most amazing thing maybe i've ever purchased okay well now i want the scooper what i got (laughs) what did you get the candle thing a liquid thing that like dissolves it and like makes it flaky and then like a is it like just hydrogen peroxide oh to like squeeze it out to like suction it out yeah this is so disgusting it's not disgusting though <laughs> one of my favorite things is like stan's ears is like cleaning his ears oh i think it's so satisfying yeah but i think we're weirdos like okay maybe but i'm like easily nauseated by stuff <laughs> like are you a pimple popper yeah, we're not I talking do like, about that i do oh my own pimples yeah i mean what i'm saying is is i think mo- i think maybe we should not talk about it on a podcast but i mean i'm into pimple popping i don't know isn't everyone i don't know um (laughs) it's gross i don't know (laughs) i don't know anymore anyway i think i also think having children like just completely skewed. i know i'm talking about poop like like 15 times a day you know and you have a dog now too so oh my gosh i mean again snow is making poop removal oh my gosh so disgusting complicated okay so anyway why did you start talking about your ex oh because you bought an earwax oh yeah it was a spider (laughs) okay so i also made a baked chicken with crispy parm and roasted tomatoes which was an allison roman recipe hold on baked chicken crispy parm and roast potatoes what's the like oh tomatoes so canned tomatoes actually it's a can of whole tomatoes that you cut up put in a pan rosemary thyme olive oil and then you put some chicken on top you like nestle the chicken in bake it for 10 minutes sprinkle some parm on bake it for another 10 minutes and the parm gets like really crispy what cut of chicken i just did a skinless breast breast. okay and i made this recipe because i was like here are the ingredients i have i have skinless breasts Mm -hmm. and parmesan and like I had yeah. everything on hand, which is yeah. rare for an Allison Roman recipe because it's usually like go buy herbs and, and yeah, and, <laughs> you know, like okay. Um, but it was pretty good. It was okay. Pretty good. Okay, I accept that. Um, and then I ate at Arlo. Have you been to Arlo? Mm-hmm. I used to live right by there. 
Okay. And it's really great. It was really good. I got some risotto that was really good. And then they have a mocktail on their menu called a phony Negroni. Mm -hmm. And there were three of us. And there was only one phony Negroni left. And the waiter was like... Wait, there was only one left? Yeah, isn't that weird? They couldn't make you a new one? I guess. There was like the whatever juice that you oh they there was out. like only enough for one. okay got it got but it, got she it. was like let me just make you a different kind of mocktail and she bought us like a lime citrus one mm-hmm. that was so good okay so ask for one of those <laughs> um okay and then salt lake magazine released their 2023 dining awards Should oh go over them? hold on i gotta tell you more about the things i'm making i'm sorry or i've made is that okay or do you want to go back do can i go back I got to talk about a couple of these recipes. Yeah, go, please. Okay, so I, have you ever used preserved lemons in your cooking? I haven't. Okay, so I, when I lived in France, that when I was nannying, the nanny mom I worked for would make this dish with preserved lemons, which apparently must be very easy to find in France. But it's like preserved lemons are just like essentially she's like because I was texting her about like, how do I get these? And she's like, you can just make them. Essentially, it's just like salt, a bunch of salt, like thinly sliced. No, it's an entire lemon. What? And it's a bunch of salt and maybe just water and you just like let it sit there for like, like a, a couple lemon. weeks, like an entire lemon. You don't lemon. cut it in half. You don't. You can, but you don't. So you're like, pickling a lemon. When I buy, when I bought it, so I finally found it. I found it here at Whole, uh, no. No. What's the place called? World Market. Mm. So I found a jar of it and it's just, it's whole lemons in this, in this brine it's brine so it's just salt and water and lemon so you can imagine like and it's like like it was i had it on my shelf for like six months before i ever used it so it's like you know it's like um but she would make this in a dish and i was like i need to eat that again and i found it's a tagine which is i think traditionally a moroccan dish and i found a new york times recipe for it and it has something like five thousand five star reviews and i made it and it was so good and i made this for a bit i think i was having like a bunch of family over so i made it for like a lot of people i served it with like a pilaf but you but i i think really you're supposed to eat it with couscous um what's a tagine uh it's like a soupy type so i'll so they like the way that this um recipe it's like you cook a bunch of onions and then you add like turmeric saffron cumin paprika ginger and then you add in chicken, um, and then you there's like a couple cinnamon sticks, two different kinds of olives, and then a bunch of water, and you just let it like kind of simmer. And oh, and the preserved lemons. So you cut up the preserved lemons and you add it in there. And when my nanny mom would make this, she just put it would put it in the oven for like an hour and just like braise the chicken, and it was so soft and like really good. This one just had me do it on like a low heat for I don't. I think like 30, 40 minutes, but all of those, like all those flavors. And then with that lemon and you just eat the lemons like whole, you know, not whole, but you eat the peel because it's like soft and edible. Yeah. So when you're cutting into this, like what is it discolored? Like what? It looks like, uh, it, yes. I mean, it doesn't look fresh. Everything's like mushy and like salty. Yeah. Sounds good. It gives like a lot of flavor. It's like a flavor that you cannot recreate in any other way. Like there, do you know what I mean? Like yeah. you can't, there's no other way to get a preserved lemon type of flavor, which is why I was like, 
how can I eat this food? Like, it's so good. But anyway, chicken tagine on New York Times, it's delicious. Okay. It's Are so you going to make your own preserved lemons? No, because I can just buy them at World Market. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I also have been making a lot of things from TikTok, and some of them have been very good. Do you get a lot of recipes on your TikTok? My TikTok is all food and dogs. Oh, that's funny. Mine is makeup and food. Oh, my gosh. What's her face that does the seven pumps? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I can't deal with her. What is... There's no way. I think she really does do it, but it's like, why? Like, you would go... Do you know how, like... That, that doesn't even feel... Terrible. That feels... Yeah, it's so... It's oh, bad. Yeah. And also, you go through products so fast. That's the thing. I'm like, this is expensive. <laughs> I know. Like, a little thing of foundation is like 40 bucks. I mean, that's... Yeah. And that's if you're not using... That's like, MAC. That's not, yeah. like, Dior. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay, there is this grilled zucchini that I saw on TikTok where you um, score... You cut a zucchini, like, lengthwise down the middle, mm -hmm. and you score the inside of it, and then you kind of salt it to get some of the liquid out, and you, like, pat it down. Then you put it face down on a cast iron pan, and it gets charred. You stick it in the oven for five minutes. You do the same. You flip it over. You do the same thing on the other side. So like a few minutes on the stove. And then you stick it in the oven. And then, and I saw that. I was like, that looks so good. And then I like made it with a, a whipped ricotta. So I like whipped up some ricotta, add some cream, and then lemon zest and some garlic and put it underneath the zucchini. It was so good. <laughs> Sounds amazing. I mean, vegetables. Who knew? Who you know, knew? You could, like, really do a lot with vegetables. The whole thing about vegetables is they're just a vehicle for whatever you're putting on them, right? Yeah, but that was, like, it was actually good. Like, it, the zucchini itself was so good wow. like that because it was Incredible. charred, you know? Incredible. Okay, one more TikTok thing, even though I have a million. Um, but I'll stop talking. So, there is this this recipe that came up on my TikTok and it was by a user named at buttermilk by Sam. And she has like a whole website of recipes, but it was like, this is my everyday butter cake. Just when you're like craving something. Butter cake is so and good. And it like blue. I, I was like, I need to eat this. She's like, this is just if you need like a quick snack. I'm like, yeah, I want a buttery snack. That sounds like right up my alley. Yeah. And I made it and it was so good. It was like, the way that she, I've never had it. It was like almost like a pound cake. Yeah. But the way that she explained every step, it was so helpful. Like everything was like really creamy and there was sour cream. And then also she used some kind of flour, a flour that if you don't have it, you use cornstarch instead. Cake flour. Cake flour. Yeah. And so I did that. I mean, it was amazing. It was so good. So anyway, if Will anyone's you send looking. that to me? Sure. Thanks. We should post it. We should post it. You know what? We're going to start an Instagram account for Beehive <laughs> and we're going to post these recipes. Yeah, and also just the things we talk about. Because sometimes I do hate in podcasts when they talk about things and there's no way to fit. You have to, like, listen to the whole thing. Yeah. Like, to, like, what know if what I did real about. show notes? Nah, I'm going to do <laughs> nah, that. Nah, you're not going to do that. I, we don't need show notes. Um. Anyway, okay, let's talk about Solid Mag. Yes, let's. Okay, so... These are their 2023 Dining Awards, and he has the author is his name. I forgot. Oh, there's like a committee. So this committee has identified 12 of what they think are the best restaurants. So number one on the list, Ochre. Yeah. 
Makes I sense. think we're in agreement. Yeah, I do wish the inside was not so confusing. <laughs> I know. I the, wish the, they, the like, hire a designer. <laughs> Why is it like this? It's so strange. I do wish it felt a little elevated. And I know how snobby that sounds, but, like, the food is so elevated. But when I'm in, like, a metal chair, you know, and it feels like a pub, I'm like, this is this is just weird. It's so weird. Log Haven? I don't know about that. Have you been to I've Log actually Haven? never been there. I think it's fine. It's fine. I think Sundance is better. Okay. Post office. Have you tried post office? No, but it's on my list because Me of too. this list. Because it's the one like on Market Street, right? It's like by right Market Street. It's the yeah. It's by yeah, Mark. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. by yeah. Rhyme Seafood and Steak. Where's that? Never heard of that. Um, I don't know where Rhyme is. Oh, Park City. Oh, interesting. Um, SLC Eatery. Have you been to SLC? I have been to there, and I went like, like before COVID, so it was a long time ago. Same. It was fine. I didn't feel like I needed to go back. I feel the same way, but I wonder if they've like updated things and if it's better now. Maybe because I had like a totally fine hamburger there. I I can't remember what I ate, but that's what I, I mean. It was very not memorable, but I do feel like. I mean, I'm sorry to always say this but like i feel like all the places like this at this point have increased their prices by so much that it's hard for me to want to go out and eat this food when a lot of it i mean i can't recreate ochre but a lot of stuff i feel like i was like i can i can just go to vessel kitchen and like have a a better right (laughs) a better not a better experience but like it seems like more, more... Or Beto's. I could go to Beto's. <laughs> I could go and just, it seems better for what I'm spending. But that's just me complaining because of inflation and whatever. <laughs> because everything's bad and Everything we're so is cold. terrible. Okay, but <laughs> Copper Common is next. Um, I've, I've gone there for drinks. I have not eaten a lot of their food, but that doesn't surprise me because I love Copper Onion. And isn't it... It's like, right next door, right? Yeah, it's like the same people. So, I, yeah, I wonder why it's Copper Commons on this list and not Copper Onion. Well, it is a separate. It's a totally separate. So, it's a different menu. Yes. Okay. But you know how, like, Undercurrent and Current are kind of the same even though they're separate? Yeah. Like, I don't know if it's, like, yeah, I don't get it. Because I do think that Undercurrent, like, literally gets their food from Current's Kitchen. But I well, that's what I assumed. But I don't actually know that for sure. Anyway, I don't know. I mean, good for Copper Common. I support them. Handle handle an HSL. How do you feel about this? I went to HSL once, and again, it was right before COVID. It was like right before COVID. Um, it was the last restaurant we went to before COVID, and I remember thinking, "All right, like it had been so hyped up." Yeah, I, and I really. Was like, this is cauliflower. Everybody has cauliflower. Cauliflower is <laughs> the thing, you know. I really do like HSL, but and I actually feel like I used to go there like on a on like a special occasion I'd go to HSL. I've been there a handful of times, but I haven't been back in a long time. So I think it's good, unique food, handle included. I think though like yeah, I don't know. I do feel like it's like kind of like a 5 years ago type of restaurant. It's, it's a very like, real house like of Salt Lake City restaurant. Is it? There but it just feels like they're I mean like they're getting this award now. I feel like we've moved on from this. You know I what agree. I mean? I, agree. I mean it's still really good, but what know. would you give an award to that's not on this list? Oh, that's a good question. Think about it. We'll come back to okay. it. Okay. Central Ninth Market. 
I've never I been there. haven't been there, but I've heard wonderful things. Yeah. So is it like a... It's like a lunch place, I think. It's like sandwiches, sandwiches and burgers. right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Which is why, like, I'm never, like, downtown at lunch, you know? Like, I don't have enough time at lunch to go get something, but I would like to. Table oh, A. wait. Is this... Oh. Central 9th... I was thinking it was on 9th and 9th. It's not. It's downtown. Where is it? Well, it says 161 West, 900 South. So is that down? No, that's not downtown. 161 West, betwe- so between West Temple and State Street. So is it by like, um, oh, it's by Water Witch. Oh, I get it. It's by like Gnome and like kind of like Lizzie's Kitchen. Lizzie, oh, not, over Lizzie's like Kitchen. that new district area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like okay. Maven. Yeah, 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 yeah. District, yeah. Okay. Oh, that I didn't sense. realize that. Okay, we should try that. That's We should good. try that. Table X, have you been to Table no, X? No, where is that? It was in like Mill Creek. I'm not sure if they've moved location. I'm going to tell you right now. The image it is. Included... 1457 East, 3350 South. Yeah, okay. So it's, Mill Creek. It's foam. Mo- it's like That's a, the thing. It's like a foamy picture. It's, it's like... got like breadcrumbs on top of foam next to like a green, like a green. It's like wasabi <laughs> or guacamole. <laughs> Uh, I'm just not there yet, Irene. <laughs> okay, wait. It says poached line caught Pacific halibut. I don't see the halibut necessarily. I think which that's is what fine. the crumbs are. With sunflower seeds and arugula, arugula puree, fennel sauce, and sourdough breadcrumbs. I think in my life, for some reason, I'm like less into fine dining and more into like cash. <laughs> I just want to feel full. <laughs> <laughs> and not pay like seventy five. Yeah, I want to pay it's like just annoying and be satiated. Yeah, um, but I mean, I I mean, I will try these things. Table X. I've never heard of that. Okay, so then after that is the Pearl, which is in South Jordan. No, it's not. Sorry, that's an apartment. That this <laughs> is in. This is Salt on two hundred West nine seventeen yeah. South Jordan. So it's the same ish. Consider that. Um, Vietnamese street food. Okay. Oh, Could be into that. Pork okay. belly egg rolls. The pearl. Okay, this sounds good. Let's try it. Sauce Boss Southern Kitchen. I live right by Sauce Boss and really? I still never tried it. Is so it's Southern food. Yeah, and like the space is kind of weird. It's like a little tiny space and I just have like I have anxiety about it, but I need to just go do it. Oh, this is so funny. Red Drink, their house-made version of BSAP. Okay, so BSAP is <laughs> so funny that they have. So when I went to, I went to Senegal in 2005 on a study abroad, which is a, in Africa. It's like the most, if you can picture Africa, it's the most Western country in Africa. I went okay. to Namibia. Okay. In that same year? <laughs> Two, were we, did you have a layover in Casablanca? Did we, were we on the same flight? <laughs> Two, was it 2000? It was 2000 summer of 2006 and we had we had to stop in senegal and oh refuel. that is so funny but we weren't allowed off the plane okay so bsap in they have this in senegal and it's like um it's oh my gosh why can't i not think of that hibiscus so it's like hip syrup made out of hibiscus oh. and this was like for some reason my friend and i we're like obsessed with BSAP and we're just like, at one point we're looking, we're in this like tiny village and we're just like, oh, I just really want BSAP right now. So we like asked them randomly and she's like, yeah, yeah, come. I have some, I have some. She like led us through all these tiny streets and then she like 
She's like, it's over here. It's over here. And we she, we end up in her house. She's like taking us through these rooms in her house. And we're like, Are we, what's what's happening right now? But she did give us some. And was it delicious? Yeah, it was great. So how do you eat it? Do you just like the the way that it was there? It was like a syrupy type thing. And it's like, so it's like, what did I say the flour was? Hibiscus. Hibiscus. So it's like a syrup made out of hibiscus. And then you just like dilute it in water. So it ends up being like a like a sweet drink. Okay. Like a tea. Yeah. So this is uh, so re- so they have this at this place, which I didn't know is a southern thing, but great. So um, tea, right? Like that's a. So they have collard greens here. This picture looks pretty good. It does look pretty good. Fried chicken, chicken fried chicken served gravy and sides of collard greens and candied yams. Okay, that looks so good. Okay, that you got to go here. You live by here. I know. I know. I'll do it. I'll do it, and I'll report back. Tona, have you been to Tona? No. Have it you? It is good. Where is it? It's in Ogden. Ogden? I know. When's the last time you were in Ogden? Uh, Ogden. Ogden Twilight last summer. Try Tona next time you're there. Oh, my God. Low-key okay. best sushi in Utah. Really? Yeah. I do feel like sushi, like, Takashi is very good, but I never want to wait two and a half hours. No. You know? It's not even worth going anymore. So. What's that Yogi Berra quote? No one eats there anymore. It's too crowded. Yeah, sure. I don't know. But I can agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. So we haven't been to a lot of those. I know. We need to try the Pearl. <laughs> we need to try Post Office. I, I do want to try Post Office. Spa. Is Post Office a bar? I think. Let's talk mm, about that I don't more. think so. Post Office Place. Um, A bar to welcome the long line patrons waiting for a table at Takashi. Oh. Okay. So they have, I feel like it's like Asian-y, right? Yeah. Okay. And seafood. Oh, but okay. The photos of a The Scott fusion of Japanese so. and Peruvian. What? Is what it is. Wow. Okay. All right. Um, I'm here for it. Yeah. It sounds good. It looks good. Okay. Well, we're going to try these. <laughs> we'll report back. We're going to start an Instagram We're going to start an Instagram. Stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming. I also need to sorry restart. about sorry about the earwax con- discussion. I'm not. Steven's gonna tell us whether or not it's if if he le- leaves it in, we can blame him. If yeah. people are pissed, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I also need to just start a new Hive Mind Instagram account because we all lost the password to the last one. So I'm sorry if you've been DMing us there. <laughs> oh shoot, we've never seen it. Um, thank you so much for listening, and we will talk to you soon. Bye. Oh, also, stay tuned. We're going to record a bonus episode on The Bachelor. Okay, bye. Okay, bye.